welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. I am Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and my guest today, this dude can sense bullshit from 50 miles away. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the finest mensch in Brooklyn today, Mr. Mark freaking Braverman. Mark, what's doing, brother? Hello, yeah, thank, thank you for inviting me today. Um, I'm home today because I've had some knee problems, but uh, you and I have discussed doing this, and this is a major pay-per-view, extreme rules, so I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait. Let's just dive right into it like we always do. Yes, sir, and I do mean from the bottom of my heart, you, sir, are truly the finest mensch in Brooklyn today. It is an understatement to say that you, sir, are truly a good person of great honor and integrity. So it's not just an honor to have you here, Mark. Quite frankly, it's a blessing. So, Mark, thank you again. And I think you are ready to talk about Extreme Rules, my friend. I am ready, but I also want to thank you again. You've been a good friend to me since we met a couple of years ago. And, you know, oh, yeah, you know yes, and speaking of that, I should let everybody know, Mark and I became friends, you know, through our mutual friend, Mr. Ricky Winkowich. And, you know, all three of us have really, truly bonded over friendship, over wrestling, over a lot of things. I mean, we've all got each other's back. Man, yes, sir. Yeah. It's and truly I, a blessing. Like I said, I've known, I've known Ricky since high school. And uh, I'm honored to be on, like, he was honored to be on my team back in high school. I'm honored to be on this team. So, thank you, uh, guys. Let's get yeah, no, no problem. No problem. And, and speaking of Ricky, of course, uh, you know, everything with his shows uh, like, like that. So, you know, I, I, hopefully we'll get Ricky back on the show soon. But so anyway, as far as Extreme, extreme Rules goes, well, I think I can honestly say you've been looking forward to this, haven't you? I've been looking forward to the pay-per-view. I mean, I, 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 it's been interesting because the last couple of cards I haven't been into, honestly. I wasn't really into the last pay-per-view. I didn't like the car too much. I didn't think you know, I thought it was a little shaky. SummerSlam, I thought it was a very good pay-per-view. And now, bang, here we are. Extreme Rules. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really isn't. This is a pay-per-view you do not want to miss. I mean, if you don't know the Peacock Network, go through your cable company because this is going to be a blast. Usually, extre- usually Extreme Rules is always fun. But this card is stacked. And I mean stacked. My hat's off the Triple H and Stephanie putting together an amazing guard. This should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, Matt, well, I got the card with me. I, I don't know if the order is particularly correct. I mean, I'd imagine the pay, the pay-per-view has to be uh, the, uh, has to be the, the, the Raw Women's uh, title match. But, but right now, match number one, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. This, you know, this is what I call the David versus Goliath kind of thing. Liv Morgan is the champion. She's been a good champion. She can wrestle. She can move. But now you're going into a match where this is Ronda Rousey's specialty. 
She's a weapons expert. She's a martial arts expert. She's an MMA expert. Now, Liv Morgan, the last pay-per-view, got very lucky when, when, when Ronda Rousey made a mistake and got pinned. I'm not slam, yeah. this is going to be another mistake. Ronda will correct her mistakes. And although Liv Morgan on SmackDown did have problems by jumping off top and putting that woman through a table and then a week later beating somebody else with a kendo stick, we are talking about a match that is right in Ronda Rousey's wheelhouse. No rules. Mm-hmm. No countouts. No DQ. There's only, there's only two ways to win. Either you're going to make somebody submit or you're going to have to pin them. And I honestly got to believe this is, got, this is the end of Liv Morgan's run. She's been a good champion. Ronda Rousey, I believe, will win this match tomorrow night. All right. Yeah, as you mentioned, it started at SummerSlam when uh, Morgan, I think Rousey had Morgan in that submission, armbar submission, and then and then I think the finish ended up being like, it was it was weird, but uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, Ronda's shoulders was on the mat, and then like that is the three count, but apparently Morgan did tap out, but the referee I guess never saw it. So, yes, that yeah. was the last paper. Yes. Yeah, and it's been a controversy ever since, which is why we're going into Extreme Rules and Ronda Rousey made the challenge. I want you in Extreme Rules. No DQ, no no count out, straight out, um, no disqualification weapons match, and this is what we're talking about. It. This is why we call it Extreme Rules. And uh, Alex, I don't know what you said on this one, but honestly, like I said before, Ronda Rousey's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. You couldn't you couldn't have been more clear, but I understand that. But we've seen that Liv Morgan, she can take things to the extreme. And I think personally that she is gonna reach up and be go to a high level that she's never been before. I truly believe Liv Morgan, as great of a champion as she is, I honestly think it's bad to take the belt off of her. But honestly, I think Liv Morgan's really gonna put on a show. I think she. I mean, this is gonna be not. This is gonna be a match. But like I said, David versus Goliath in this kind of a situation. So I honestly don't. I honestly don't know where where the WWE's head is right now. Liv Morgan. She is working as champion. She's very popular. Um, people love her. She was a fan favorite when she was in the Riot Squad all the way till now. And I think that she is a good champion. But in this situation, maybe WWE will say, okay, we'll give the belt to Ronda. I don't know. But in in my mind, I think I think they are gonna take it off Liv. Because how do you do Ronda Rousey in this kind of a match? Either way, I think we're gonna have a good match. But now we get to Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins, baby. And a now fight pit I- match. And apparently the, they say it's a special guest referee. I like because it, it's Daniel uh, Cormier, and, and, I hope, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. Of course, Daniel Cormier, former MMA artist, amateur wrestler, and he's, he currently works for the UFC as a commentator. Mark, I don't know about you, but I, I prefer to use the term special guest enforcer rather than simply referee. I, yeah, I agree with you on this one. I mean, this is just going to be, again, this is a match where it's up in the air. 
Riddle's a, Riddle's an outstanding competitor. But we're talking about Seth Rollins here. Former champion, former he's been champion everywhere he's been. And as for the special referee, quote unquote, I think the way you put it better, it's gonna be an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Because the the referee's job in this match will be very simple. To count the one, two, three. He's not going to have to count anything because there's not, there's not going to be any five counts. So I, 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 like, I like what you said here. I agree with you. It's going to be an enforcer because that's what it's going to be. Uh-huh. Well said. And quite frankly, I think, I think it's time. I think Matt, there's no reason for Matt Riddle to lose the match, honestly. Now, no. No, I now, don't they, think they, no. They've been having quite the feud, okay? And recently, there was that segment where Rollins, man, and that promo took it so far to bring up Riddle's, you know, legitimate, you know, with, with his previous relationship and his kids. Uh, uh, you saw it, didn't you? I saw it. I was very, I was actually very shocked because back in the, when I used to, when I was very heavily into I still am heavily interested. Back when I would never miss a Raw or a Nitro or, or things like that. You never brought up a man's family. You did not do that. Hogan learned that against Piper back in WCW. In the the WWE, wrestlers have learned in the past, we don't do that. So for Seth Rollins to bring up Riddle's family, I don't know why he would do that. I don't know what Triple H or Stephanie was thinking at that point, but in the world of wrestling, you and I both know that's a no-no. You don't do I think that. It, I think it depends on how you do it, but but we but we know Rollins being the heel that he is. If if well, now if Rollins does bring that in a promo, that would that would certainly suggest that it could make it a little bit more clear that Riddle is going to be booked to win. At least yeah. I would hope so, because if Rollins is being you know if Rollins gets to take up that he that he the the heel animosity to that level. I think if Rollins is to do that, it's also to kind of help Riddle get over as a face if he wins. I think so, too. And I think that's what WWE wants to do. I think they want to make Riddle one of their top faces. And right now, he's, he's very popular. Every time he comes out, the place goes, the, the place explodes. And Seth Rollins, I always, I always said this about, about Seth Rollins. He's a better heel than he is face. He always no has. So, again... But to bring up family, we saw with Charlotte, and we saw with Charlotte, and I believe it was uh, Becky when, unfortunately, Reed passed away. I believe it was. We saw it again. Hogan Piper, WCW. We've seen this time and time again, and usually when it's done, fans are very shocked because of it, and also the wrestlers are very shocked because of it. Is it a good move to, to, to for for Ross because to be heel? Absolutely. Does it make real look like a better face? Maybe. But in the end, Riddle, like you said, Riddle needs the win more than Seth Rollins does. So I'm hoping that Riddle wins the match. I honestly am. Okay. And you mentioned that thing with Charlotte. I think you mentioned Reed Flair, the late Reed Flair. Yeah, because if you did that, was, that was actually Paige. That was with Paige back in 2015. And Paige, of course, as we know, she's now Soraya in AEW. But but don't worry, I I knew what you were saying. I just I had to make sure. 
Thank you, you know, and, Yeah, and, and I think I think Rollins even mentioned in a recent promo that he had he hadn't won a title since I believe 2019. So I mean, yeah, it is a uh, it has been a long time since Rollins has been a champion, but well, but I, think, I think right now, you know, as far as the the, the deal with Riddle goes, uh, well, as far as Rollins goes, once that feud's over, I'm not sure what goes on what goes with Rollins next. Some are probably suggesting it might be time to turn Rollins back into a babyface. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, uh, I, I don't think so because I think that Rollins needs to stay healed so he can finish the feud with Cody when Cody comes back from his injury. Absolutely. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking the same path you are. We don't and, know then, and then maybe, and then after that, the feud with Cody, then maybe you, you, we can start thinking about Seth Rollins being back into a face. But, but like you mentioned, Rollins is, a, is better as a heel than he's a face. Now, he's great at both. He's just better as a heel. I think that he's a phenomenal. I think that he's just a phenomenal, a phenomenal character. I, I, I honestly do. I remember him. I don't want to bring his past, but I remember him in Ring of Honor when he went under a different name, Tyler Black. Where he was an amazing, amazing heel. He was an amazing heel and face, and he could take it both both off. But as we said, I prefer Seth Rollins as a heel. Okay. Where he go? I don't know, but. I like him better as a heel. Where he's going to go after this, again, if Cody comes back, finish off the Cody feud, which is fine by me. But I don't don't know if he's going to turn face or not. That's up to him, and it's up to Triple H. Right. But, and, I, and, I, and I'm sure, honestly, a face turn for Rollins, it just needs to be at the right time. And, right, and, I, and I, I don't think that now is the right time, but, you know, it'll happen when it happens. And quite right. frankly... I'll be there, and and I'll talk about it right here, and hopefully with you, and hopefully with Ricky as well. And the last thing I want to say, so we mentioned a special guest in Forrester, and the way you said it, it don't don't be surprised if Rollins in the match gets so frustrated he he confronts Daniel Cormier, and then Cormier obviously has got to do something. I mean, this is probably be like when Mike Tyson punched uh, Shawn Michaels back at WrestleMania 14, I believe. Although that was after the match, but we might get a little, we might we might see a little bit of something. But you can also back to WrestleMania 13, Ken Shamrock versus my one of my personal favorite wrestlers, Bret the Hitman Hart. When, Sham, when, when Bret Hart got a Shamrock face, and then Shamrock suplexed him, if you remember that one, back to WrestleMania 13. So no, I'm, probably, I'm probably too young to remember that one. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> you're way too young for this one, but Buster Douglas punching the late Macho Man Randy Savage on Sunday's main event after losing the Hogan. We've had special forces and special referees getting involved in matches before. So, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see Rollins mix it up with this guy and see what happens. I really, I would love to see that. Or Savage, Savage back in Spring Stampede 99 as the referee dropping the other one, Rick Flair. So, may, he, may Savage rest in peace. So, all these, all these special referees getting involved. And to me, that's, it makes the business better. When that happens, they're just, not, they're just not standing there. So that's right. me. I don't know how you feel, but that's me. Okay. All right. So now we get to Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap oh. match. Why in God's green earth are we bringing back a strap match? When was the last one? I don't even remember. I think uh, there was one, I think, in 2008, 2009 with CM Punk and the late Umaga. I think so. 
I've never been a fan of these matches. I'm just, I'm weird like that. I just, two guys strapped, two guys at the end of the strap. It, you got to, if I remember the rules, you got to touch all four corners, correct? To win? Yeah. I've never been a fan of them. I know the Rockets, which had one back, I think it was 12 out of 99. Horrible match. They're just, I'm just not a fan of them. That's just me personally. Right. I mean, you've been watching. So the the feud between McIntyre and Cross. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I am not really a fan of, of Cross. I don't think that he's that. I mean, he can wrestle, but I'm just not a fan of him. But he has been around for a long. Drew McIntyre can go. He can wrestle. I like his character a lot. So. I, but I honestly think that Cross needs to because we got to build up his character. McIntyre is an established character. But to me, putting him in a strap match is lowering his character. It's good for Cross, yeah, because it's a match that a lot of guys will start off and their careers went up and up and up. But me, I personally like it. I just like strap matches. I think it's a waste of a match. I really do. I'd rather see them in something else. Weapons match. Um... How about a cage match? Anything along those lines? I'm just not really a fan of a strap match. So that's my opinion. Honestly. Okay. Uh, as far as Drew McIntyre goes, you know, I was re- I'm really hoping that one way or the other he can f- climb back to the main event status. All, all I can do is, all we can do is pray. Now, when it, when Cross came, you know, when Kerry and Cross came back, you know, it, a lot of wrestling fans went completely berserk because I think in his previous run, I mean, everybody mentioned how his previous run, but but again, you know, really, yeah, Drew McIntyre in a stra- in a strap match, yeah, but you know, you mentioned how it, it affects his character in such a negative way, but I got to be honest with you, Mark, if he loses, that makes the situation worse, to be honest. It does, but it also helps, but it also helps his opponents. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I think if I see it clearly, because Karrion Cross recently came back, and if they're building him, I think it's clearly obvious who's going to come out on top. I think Cross is going to come out on top. I think Cross has to come out on top. As we said, Drew McIntyre is, is, is an established wrestler. Everybody knows his name. He's been champion before. To build up Cross, he's going to have to start beating some main eventers. And I think this is the first step of him being built up to being, to, to maybe being the top heel. Maybe they'll turn him, maybe like you said, he's very popular, so maybe they'll turn him face. I don't know. But if he wins, which I think Cross will win, it will move him up the ladder. It will, affect, it will also affect Drew McIntyre by knocking him down a few steps and going, how could he lose to, you know, to Cross? So it's a it's a coin toss, you know. It's one of those, one of those coin toss situations, I guess you could say. Absolutely. So now we get to Bianca Belair versus Bailey, a ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. The match I've been waiting for for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit this openly. I am one of Bailey's biggest fans. She's my favorite wrestler ever since she came into the company. 
I first saw Bailey Russell, NXT versus Sasha Banks, TakeOver Brooklyn. I was at that amazing match. Yeah, and when, I saw it too. It was a hell of a match. It was amazing. And that's when I really saw it. That's when I really said, not only is this girl gorgeous, but she can wrestle. Now, fast forward, now we got her in a lineup match after being out over here with a knee injury. And that is my main concern for Bailey. Is the is she had a terrible, terribly bad knee injury. So I'm hoping that she protects the knee, which I'm hoping that she will do. It's gonna be a Bianca player, can go. She's a she's a talent, she's a wrestler, she's very strong. We know she's talented in the ring. This is this match might steal the show. I honestly no I honestly believe it. And we've seen women's wrestlers steal the show before. How many occasions have we seen that in the past five, six years? We've so, seen it many, many, many times. I mean, you, you, you know me, Mark. You know that I'm a devout supporter of women's wrestling. Yes, you sir. And I'll be honest with you. It, it, I will never forget when I told you how I've been laughed at for that. I'm telling you, you still were furious. I'm like, people just be. I'm telling you, people just people will just laugh it off and say you just like seeing pretty women fight. I'm like, when now when I was four, now when between the ages of ten and fourteen years old, obviously yeah, that was clearly the case. I loved seeing you know pretty women you know in those outfits like that. But that's when I was you know young. Obviously we were all there, but no, that's not the case. Women in wrestling work and sacrifice just as much as the men. And they don't get the respect they deserve. They don't even get the credit they deserve, and that is not okay with me. It's not okay you have with me. To, women's wrestling matters, okay? It oh. matters. Oh, to, yeah. some, to some it might not, but to me, women's wrestling means the world to me. I mean, see, you say Bailey's your favorite. Now, Bailey's amazing. She is one of the best. But my favorite right now, it, it's tough. I mean, I consider Natalia to be a, a hero of mine. But I also consider Asuka, in my opinion, to be a personal hero. And I'm still upset that she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. I still am upset. <laughs> Plenty of people upset about that. I, I mean, thought that. Come on, she won the Royal Rumble, and now you're going to. And then they did this? I mean, seriously? Well, you have to remember at the time, you know, you, when you bring up Charlotte, Charlotte wins a lot. Charlotte's a great talent. She's, you know, she's a member of the, of the Four Horsewomen, which says a lot about her. But at the same time, she also got a lot of belts because of her last name. She played politics because of her last name. I agree. With you. I don't think that Charlotte should have been should have should have been Oscar's first loss at the time. And I don't want to bring up because it's not the company anymore. Mercedes, aka Sasha Banks, should have handed Oscar her first loss. I think that would have been a lot better. I think it would have looked a lot better for the company. But case for us, are off. Back to our match right now. Bailey has to guard the knee. We know that Bianca Blair will do anything to keep the belt. This is going to be an absolute five-star classic war. I want Bailey to win, but that's just pure. That's just pure. That's just me being a pure fan of Bailey. I love the. I love the, the, the her team right now. Bianca Blair's team is just as good with Oscar and Alexa Bliss. This has got to be the feud of the year right now because these six women are tearing each other apart. They really are. 
I want Bailey to win the title. Unfortunately, on somebody's mid mid pay per views, not one of the big four, the champion something usually walks off the winner. Will it look good for Bailey to win the belt? Absolutely. Well, well, not down beyond complete. Nope, because she's going to lose to a megastar. So, again, I want Bailey to win. Do I think she'll win? I'm not sure. But it's going to be a five-star classic. This is the match that's going to steal the show. I, I fully believe it. Brother, well, well, absolutely well said. Now, I, I got to mention it. Now, it's technically one-on-one in a ladder match, but that's clearly not the case. Right now, honestly, the way I see it, it's a six-women's match, honestly, because we all know that because a ladder match has no disqualifications, we all know that damage control is going to get involved as so will Alexa Bliss and Asuka. Absolutely. So what I really want to see is I want to see – which way was it? I want to see a kick-ass ladder match, and I think we will see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at how many ladder matches in the past – We've seen where your best Leah friends run into play. Well, how many times have we seen where it's where the title is on the line and your tag team partner runs into play? We've seen them multiple times. So I think, like I said, it's it, it's going to be a five star classic. And yeah, at damage control is going to get involved in it. You know, um, Dakota and, and the, the Dakota and 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 Io not to stay out of this. And you know Oscar and Alex is not going to sit back. You know that. So let's see where it goes. But I think it's going to be a fun match. I really do. Absolutely. Don't. All right. Well, now we get to Edge versus Finn Balor in one of my personal favorite kind of matches. The, the only way to win is to make your opponent literally scream. They say utter, but I prefer to use the word scream because usually they do. You got to make your opponent scream. I quit. Uh, I quit matches legendary. We've but, seen so but I gotta good. ask you, Mark, when's the last time you even saw a good I quit match? Uh, that's a good question. There have been so many, several of them. I think that Flares and Foley was a good one, although it ended a little too early, I think. Yeah, but that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, in two thousand six. Yeah, I remember it. It was at SummerSlam. Yes, and that was also a brilliant match as well. There have been several good good I quit matches. I think that John Cena was in was an I quit match. I forgot I forgot his opponent, but that was a hell of a match as well. Dude, John so Cena is actually undefeated in I quit matches. He is. And I'm not a John Cena fan, but he's had some brilliant he's had some of these brilliant matches as well. You're talking about a Hall of Famer in Edge. Adam Copeland is an amazing wrestler. I've met him a few times. He's a great he's, he's a great guy. Finn Balor, we know, can do it all. So you're talking about two of the two of the premier wrestlers on, on the roster. And I quit match. How I don't think any one of them are gonna say I quit, to be honest with you. How do you get two of the greatest of all time to say I quit? Right? But I got to be honest, as far as Finn Balor goes, I, I've just not been happy with how he, he has been used for so long. I wanted, I, for so long, I've wanted the demon Finn Balor back. I think we all do. I think he's a better character, the demon character. And the fact that he's in this ridiculous organization now, 
that he's in with. Um, it's just not a good fit for him. Finn yeah, the Balor, judgment day. He does not need to be in judgment day, thank you. Finn Balor is uh, just a very talented wrestler who does not need to who does not need a team right now. He just doesn't. And they're feuding two people. They're feuding where Mysterio and Edge. So um he does not need he does not need these people. Finn Balor can feud Edge alone. He could feud Ray Mysterio alone. He would have a bunch of five star quality matches. So I agree with you. We need the demon back and he has to get the hell away from Judgment Day. He really does. And I gotta be honest, the whole Judgment Day thing, I've not been on board with it since day one, to be honest. Neither have I. Edge's heel turn at the beginning, it ultimately proved to be honestly pointless because so he turns heel, he forms the Judgment Day, they immediately turn on him, and he's back to being a face. Now, heel turns that are short, not supposed to go well. I think, honestly, the only time a short heel turn worked was when Eddie Guerrero turned heel in 2005. And speaking of the late, great Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace, the way Dominic turned heel was similar to how Eddie Guerrero turned heel on Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he just turned around and popped him. And I, I've never liked Father versus Son's uh, storylines. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of family storylines. That's yeah. just, but. Well, the one in ECW with when, uh, you know, Raven and the Sandman, if you remember that storyline. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I'm too young, but I, I have watched highlights of it. That one, at least, at least it worked. At least well, it worked. But, but, but I hear, but I, but I see what you're saying. I, I, I understand how you feel. Okay, I understand your point about, about the Raven and uh, Raven and, and, and I believe it was Tommy Dreamer's storyline, but that also added in so many, uh, Sam, I'm sorry, so many other characters got added into that storyline, if you remember. I do remember that storyline very well, but they added in so many other characters that, that, that got built from it. Now you're talking about Dominic, who, okay, not very talented in the ring, let's be honest, he's not his father. But a turn on his father and joint judgment day just made no sense. Because he hasn't been wrestling. He's just been standing there watching his father get his butt kicked. Big deal. Put the kid in the match. Right. If you want to say he's going to be a member of, of a faction, then he has to wrestle. So let's see what it, I can stand there too in a dark suit and just kick somebody in the, in, in, in the rims. Or just not ignore my, just stand and ignore my father. It's not a good move for him right now because he's not doing anything. He's standing like a statue. You can do that. Right. So, which which brings me to, you know, Rhea Ripley, you know, one of my absolute favorite NXT talents ever. Honestly, dude... I miss the NXT Rhea Ripley, to be honest. I miss that 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 one. Oh, she was pure evil when she was in NXT. She I was- can honestly say that Rhea Ripley, along with you know several other wrestlers, including Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley is the pro wrestling pride of Australia, along with again Tony Storm and several others. You know, I, I'll, I'll tell you when Rhea Ripley was with in NXT UK, 
I mean, I'm telling you, that's when I, when I was watching highlights with her matches. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm like, dude, Rhea Ripley, she truly is the big deal. I mean, I've spoken about her, you know, along with Tony Storm. I mean, I think they got they got their career started so early. But I'm telling you, when Rhea Ripley confronted Shayna Baszler, you remember what she said, don't you? I don't recall. I'm sorry. I, she confronted Shayna Baszler. I think she said, "You haven't beaten me." And then she, and then she, well, I'm not, I don't know if I can even say, but you know what? I don't care. She said, "You haven't beaten me, bitch." Mm-hmm. Rhea Rip, the place erupted. Rhea Ripley was instantly more over than she. She was already probably over because everybody knew her from NXT UK. But Rhea Ripley was solidified. Whether she was a heel or a face, the fans were fully beyond invested in Rhea Ripley. I was already there, and I was like, Rhea Ripley is, is one of the favorites. I'm going to be talking about her and her career for the rest of my damn life. And she can Rhea, Ripley, Rhea Ripley is a blessing in the wrestling business. Absolutely. But they're not, again, they're not using good cards because, again, she's stuck in this ridiculous, stupid faction. I don't like Judgment Day. I agree with you. They're horrible. Break them up. Let Rhea Ripley go for the, go for the damn belt already. She needs and yet, I was actually right. Yeah, she said, "You haven't beaten me, bitch." Well, there you go. But she needs she she needs she needs to go to go to go for the belt already. She really does. I would love to see her against Bianca Blair for the title. I would love to see her against Liv Morgan for the title. Pick a, pick a champion and go for it. But get the hell out of Judgment Day, please. This this faction is not working. No, I, I, you know, honestly, the way I see, it, if Edge wins, and then you know, if Edge wins, and then the then the Judgment Day starts having miscommunication, yada yada yada. I'm like, you know what? Just do it quick. Disband the group. It was not a good idea from day one. A lot of fans probably think I'm stubborn, or they'll say it's just Bearman's opinion. Whether you want to see it, look, in my opinion, the Judgment Day, I I was never on board with it. I was never even on board with Edge turning heel. I agree with you. When let, let's go back to the past for a second with Edge. When Edge became the radar superstar, that was one of the best heel turns of all time. No Amazing doubt. Turn. No okay. doubt. He turns heel for Judgment gets kicked out, goes right back to being face. Judgment Day, awful group. So learn from the past. If something doesn't work, break it up. Judgment Day needs to die now. Not four months from now. Not not, not a three weeks from now. It's Edge wins. I agree with you. Judgment Day just needs to die. Let Finn Balor go for the title. Let Ripley go for the title. And Dominic, I don't care what you do, pal. Either learn to wrestle or go back to NXT. But it's a horrible organization. It really is. And as as far as Damien Priest goes, I, I, I wouldn't even know where he would go from there. Unemployment. Really? How about that one? Oh, I mean, I mean, if that was if that were the case, I'd imagine he'd probably go back to Ring of Honor. I mean, a Ring of Honor. <laughs> His days of Ring of Honor certainly speak for themselves. Yes, they do. But that was all. But look at how many guys have, have come out of Ring of Honor, WWE, and their careers went nowhere. I eat some other Joe. Need I say more? I mean, who knows? But. Yeah, it's just sad they know what we would know, but but really the judgment day, yeah. Again, they have, 
never on. Ne- I was never on board. So now we finally get to again. I, I doubt this is the main event, but this is the card how it is right now. But they always change the order. The Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Of course, the Brawling Brutes: Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch versus Gunter. Which I hope I'm saying it correctly. Gunter, Gunter, Ludwig Good. Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. But the match, as they see it. A good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Possibly. Okay, so what is this, like a European-style street fight? Yes, I believe it. Yeah, I, I think that, that I think that's, that's what it's going to be. Well, if that's the case, uh, uh, this is going to be non-stop fighting. I mean, the fights, the street fights in Europe? Oh, oh, oh boy. Especially the street fight being, being in Philadelphia, where the company started all this. ECW. Well, they started. They're going to go into the crowd. They're going to go all around the arena. They're going to go into the ring. They're going to go all over the arena. And maybe they'll bring back the old school. They're fighting the bathroom routine, which I would love to see. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 ECW, WCW. But I would love to see this match go all over the place. Don't put it in the ring. Please. Take them outside the ring. Let them fight in the crowd. Let them fight in the souvenir stands. Let them fight in the bathroom. Let them fight in the street. Let them fight in the locker room. They can fight in the production truck for all I care. This, <laughs> this is going to be a I agree with you. Okay? I want to see it all. Trash cans, kitchen sinks, bombed wire, kendo sticks. Hell, you, hell, even throw a damn WWE title on somebody's head. I don't care. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Like I said, sack card, folks, top to bottom. And you think? Well, I got to you- mention because, because, you know, since we're doing this show, since we're doing this preview before SmackDown, I should actually mention that Sheamus is actually challenging Gunter for the Intercontinental title tonight. And they've had some wars. They've mm-hmm. had some wars. I I really don't know what to say about that. I mean, I really don't. I don't think I see Gunter dropping the belt tonight. I it might happen in the future, but but I mean, the way I I think the way the way I believe it's going to happen, or at least the way I think it should happen, the match tonight ends in a no contest when the brawling brutes and then the Imperium. You know, their inter- interference causes the match to end in a no contest, and then they 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 they, they fight it out. We we basically have a preview of the match. Oh yeah, it's, uh, I cannot see this match ending in a one two three. This is going to yeah. be a no contest. You know, both teams are going to get involved. Somebody's yeah. going to come with the with the baseball bat. Somebody's going to with the kendo stick, and then here we go, piercing scroll, and that's where old Cole goes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And by the way, hey, Michael, we can talk about him later. But yeah, I don't, I don't see this ending in a in a one two three. I see this ending in a little fast and pure six four. Oh yeah, that there's just really no other way to say it. No, there really isn't. So, so that we we've, we've kind of gone through the card. Uh, Mark, uh, is is there anything anything else you want to say? Then we forget about the win. We forget. We forget about. We forgot about the title match. What's up? Well, do we? Isn't uh, is Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns? Does he defend the title? Does he defend the, the title? 
Oh, well, Roman Reigns is actually not on the card, although Roman Reigns is scheduled to appear tonight. You know, he and uh, Logan Paul are set to have another competition. So there's no, they're, they're not, there's no WWE title match for, for, for uh, no, nope, not according to this. I mean, they might, they might make something tonight, but uh, right now, as far as I know, there's nothing. <laughs> what a surprise! Yeah, All because right. remember, you know, Roman Reigns is going to defend the title against uh, Logan Paul at Crown at Crown Jewel. So, yes, he is. And let's be honest here, okay? Roman Reigns has had the title way too long. He needs to drop the belt already. It has to come off him. It really does. I would like to see Drew McIntyre with the belt. I'd like to see Kevin Owens with the belt, I think. They both need it. Finn Balor, as we said before, needs the title. There are is, there is so many great wrestlers on the card. Roman Reigns has been champion far too long. And it's very annoying. And I talk to the wrestling fans and they tell me, when are they going to take the belt off Roman Reigns? My answer is, I don't work for the company. But I don't like him as champion. I don't know how you feel. I want the belt off him now. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> How do you feel about him as being champion? Do you think he's had the belt too long, sir? Well, it's not whether, honestly, he has a, he's had the belt too long. I mean, yeah, he's been champion for a very long time. I mean, the universal champion. The problem is the, the bloodline, honestly, the bloodline is the best thing right now in WWE. Uh, arguable. Now, arguably, yeah, but... It's just that right now, honestly, like, if Roman Reigns is to lose one belt or both belts, if it's going to happen, and it's going to happen, I guess, one way or the other, it ne- the feud needs to be properly built up. All right, so who, do you think that, who would you like to see take the title off him? That is a good question. I mean, it, there's just been a lot of teasing about the fact that The Rock and Roman Reigns are going to fight at the next WrestleMania, which, as we know, will be in Los Angeles. Now, The Rock versus versus Roman Reigns for the titles? I mean, if that happens, then we know who's going to win, and that's not going to be The Rock. So what's going to be the point? Now, I would love to say Cody, but we all know that Cody is going to finish the feud with Rollins, and we don't even know when Cody's coming back. I don't have a clue when Cody's coming back. If Cody (sighs) was... Here, Cody, if Cody wants to announce that Cody should have the belt already, let's be honest. Right. But you have the full stack roster here. I think Kevin Owens would be a good champion. I think he needs the belt back. I've been a fan of him forever. Um, Riddle, I think Riddle's not ready for the belt yet, but I think someday he will have it. Well, one way or the other, Riddle, Riddle needs a main event push. One way yes. or the other. And I think they could start building that starting tomorrow night. He needs to beat Rollins. Yes. And, beat- and Riddle needs to stay as a face, but we need to see, start seeing Riddle like a more serious Riddle, like one who's really not going to take shit from anybody, who's going to kick anybody's ass, anybody who messes with him. Yeah, one more thing. Can this kid please find a pair of, pair of wrestling boots? Put on, put on some boots, dude. Please. I don't like barefoot wrestles. I never have, but that's just me. No, that's um, just me. Yeah, it's just me. I don't like wrestling barefoot's very dangerous. Anybody anybody's ever wrestled will tell you that that that's not a good idea. I know Superfly did it, I know guys in the Orient Express did it. There have been several barefoot wrestlers 
I know Haku wrestled barefoot for, 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 for a little while. Put a pair of boots on. Do us all a favor. Um, as for the belt itself, uh, it's very hard. To, I think, unfortunately, like we said, Finn Balor's in Judgment Day. If he wasn't, I think that he should go for the belt. You got to take the belt off Roman Reigns. You really do. Because it, it's enough with him. It really is. It's just enough. I'm sick and tired of watching him walk around, walk around with the belts. I lo- the bloodline is an outstanding team. They're, they're a great faction. Sammy Zane does not belong there, by the way. <laughs> they're running out of ideas with him. So I'll throw him on SmackDown. Let's call it a day. But, uh, it's good. If, if Roman loses the belt, it's got to be a proper feud. The only problem is who, who, who you put in that slot. So maybe if Edge wins the, if Edge wins a strap match tomorrow night, maybe he get, maybe he gets it. We'll see, you know, I'm sorry, he's in the I quit match, correct? So yeah, I quit matches, yeah. So if he was the I quit match against Finn Balor, maybe he'll get it. Maybe if I don't know, but he just has to get rid of the belt. He's had the belt way too long. That's at least my opinion. All right. I mean, like I said, whatever, whatever the case goes, it just needs to be done right. That's all I can say. But I agree. But I think. But I think, you know, we've definitely previewed the show to the best of our abilities. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind everybody that Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mr. Braverman, my brother, it has been truly an honor to finally have have you on this show. Quite frankly, I cannot wait to have you back on, on again soon. And quite frankly... I need to have both you and Ricky on at the same time because I think that would make a tremendous show right there. I think it always is when the three of us get together. The honor, Absolutely. The honor has been mine. Thank you for the invite. Thank you so, so much for the invite. And I, like I said, I can't, wait till, I can't wait till tomorrow night. I think it's going to be a stat card. It's going to be a fun card. So, All right. Well, well, Mark, it's my honor. And everybody... Enjoy SmackDown tonight. Enjoy Extreme Rules. And I will see y'all next time. Quite frankly, we will see you next time. Yes, sir. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much.